show we're back baby hello everyone's it's been very sweet how many people have reached out to us being like um where the fuck is the podcast where the fuck have you been and i just want to kindly remind all of you that katie's house got (laughs) shot up and i think when it doesn't happen to you it's like oh your house got shot up and then and then everything's back (laughs) where's my content you content (laughs) cuck Everything's back to normal, but just because you forgot about Katie's house getting shot up, it does not mean that her house still didn't just get shot up. <laughs> Can I tell you that? I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, but also, I'm like, I'm so, you know, I didn't want to like tell a bunch of people that I don't know, besides on the podcast. Of course, Ooh. different. Yeah, it's different. But when people don't watch my act, and then they have the gall to ask me any questions about anything, I go, they're like, so where are you staying? How's Atlanta? I'm like... I was on stage for a goddamn hour. <laughs> and if you didn't happen to be in the room for the three and a half minutes where I do my shooting material, it's done. You're out. You're, You're fucking out. canceled. You're canceled. So, yeah. Mom, this is for you. No, Pam. This is for everyone but you. My mom literally said to me, well, I went on my walk and there was no podcast. I just feel like you guys were so consistently doing it. Our parents need a routine. Uh-huh. I get it. Because, you know, they're... They're lost without it. I need a routine. Katie, let me know if you identify with this. Okay. It's felt like, and I'm not like, I believe the moon stuff, moon, star signs. I believe lots of that, but I don't know any of it. Mm. Like, I don't know what any, someone's like, I'm a Leo. I don't know what that means, but I'm listening to people that know. Yeah. But I will say the past I'm two listening. Weeks, I'm trying to do better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. The past two weeks. Me and then my other friends, I think, have felt like there's been, like, a week of people really wanting to fucking kill themselves. Mm-hmm. And then it has ended. And I think it's because of the moon. Like, two weeks ago, I was like, I'm done for, dude. Like, it is. This is not for me anymore. And then I felt better after a week because I started wake. I started journaling. Yeah. And going on walks. And I was like, I'm fixed and exercising. Um but then all my friends were like, I think you gave it to me. Because then they were all really depressed for like a week. And then they're out of it now, I think. I don't know. I haven't heard from them. Interesting. Well, I do know that like, you know, people say that they uh, unalive themselves around the holidays. But mm-hmm. a lot of it is like, is like the holidays like make them feel good. And then they get into the new year. And then they're like, you know, what my resolution actually was to end it interesting so i feel like that it's like a yeah i feel like it's also seasonal but probably also like the moon it's gotta be the moon um mercury in retrograde is something people always say yes and it happens way more frequently than you know like as a phenomenon it's not like a once a a lifetime event it's like every couple months mercury's in retrograde and i think that fucks with people literally once a month mercury mercury's in retrograde (laughs) once a month (laughs) for like a week I don't know why Mercury in retrograde makes me so bloated and makes me crave. Mercury in my goddamn panties. I'll tell you that. Mercury in this pussy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to get a new uh, special on Fox <laughs> Fox Max. Oh, my God. Fox Max now! Speaking of perfect, this really ties in because I was going to ask plans for Valentine's Day, but I have made plans for us for Valentine's yes, Day. Yes, so, we have the most romantic plans you could think of. So for those of you that don't know, Roseanne Barr has dropped a new Netflix. No, no, I'm sorry. Scratch that. Not a new Netflix special, a new comedy special on the Fox News streaming service. Fox Now. Fox Now. Yesterday at a party, uh, we were all, we watched a clip from it, and it is... It is awful. I will tell you, first of all, she looks bad. She does not look well. Counterpoint, what if she looks great? <laughs> okay. Okay. I, okay. I, 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 you have my attention. <laughs> what if she looks beautiful? <laughs> Maybe I'm just a woman hater, but I think Roseanne Barr looks fucked in the She special. looks like a garbage pail kid, kind of <laughs> like uh, Rusty Roseanne or some yeah. shit. <laughs> Cause she, yeah, she's wearing a, a full, um, full bodysuit, denim bodysuit. Yeah. With a big belt around the waist. 
any woman over, let's say, 26 shouldn't wear pigtails. Listen, I if disagree. You're still on your, if you're still on your parents' insurance, you can wear pigtails. And that, the day that stops is the day you stop. I'm not going to comment on that because I don't want in 30 years for someone to throw this back in my face when I am, in fact, wearing pigtails. Wait, in 30 years from now, you're going to be wearing pigtails? Who's to say? Well, I guess fashion's cyclical. It's possible, yeah. Fashion's sick. And, okay, I will say, I'll make an amendment. You could wear a braided pigtails. I just think is more appropriate than what she's doing. She looks like a cabbage patch kid, honestly. I like an old one. She looks so bad because the thing she is saying, let me I'm gonna give y'all a preview. Here are the two jokes we have in the trailer. Um one of the <laughs> jokes is people are asking, what's a gender? What's a gender? Your gender is get a job. And by the way, she's not killing. People aren't laughing. They're just clapping. You can tell during the edits of this that there's a lot of like all right, Roseanne, we're going to need you to go back up there and say all these lines to an empty room. It is empty because when it cuts to the audience, it looks like a different fucking room. For sure. Also, For did she sure. have a stroke or something? Because she talks the two minute clip. I think she told said one thing like it took her so long to get everything out. Well, so she has been hit by a car. Has she? And granted, she called the car the N-word, so it's fair. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> no, but like I think that at a certain point, uh, medical, medical uh, I don't want to say dis- disability is the right word, medical maladies uh, can't be the reason that you're racist, homophobic, sexist, whatever. Ambien literally tweeted after all that. After all that shit, that racist shit she tweeted. Yeah. And she was like, I was on Ambien. Ambien literally tweeted and was like, we d- racism is not a side effect <laughs> of Ambien. Oh, Ambien. Got a, I bet that was the tweet of the day that day. Yeah. That's pretty good. Proud of themselves. Her other joke, I mean, joke I'm saying with all the air quotes, um, is a Ted Cruz line from some GOP thing where he, he said it and she says it the same way. It's like, my pronouns are kiss my ass. Um... Well, Kiss My Ass needs to stop doing comedy. <laughs> Kiss My Ass's comedy special is going to be bad. <laughs> I think a fun game for us to play would be bingo card Roseanne. I should make bingo cards for us. That would be very fun. I think we should guess jokes she's going to say. So, like, a joke I am pretty confident she's going to say is, okay. cancel. They try to cancel me. Cancel this. And then she points to her butt. I am pretty confident that's something she's going to say. Okay. I think you saw my act and you're getting it confused. (laughs) (laughs) I I often do that with you and Roseanne. (laughs) Because I do point at my butt during my act. Yeah, you do. And somebody tried to cancel me by shooting up my house. Did you forget? (laughs) I won't let you forget. Guys, Katie's house got shot up because they're trying to cancel me. They're trying to cancel me. I mean, edgy. (laughs) You want to get edgy? Truth teller. Truth teller. Um, What do I think her... I think she's going to go, Biden made all this shit so expensive. Well, he's never been to the grocery store, which is a fair point because she does work bagging groceries. <laughs> At Sprouts. At Sprouts, like many of our grandparents do. I also think she's going to do a joke about Joe Biden's stutter. That's, uh, as somebody who herself has a wicked speech impediment. Uh-huh. She's like, ah, Joe Biden stutter. It's like, what? I think she's for sure going to do that. I bet. Okay, I got one. What? She's going to do a Michelle Obama arm joke. Oh, that's good. That's good. She's going to do one of those. She's going to do a birth certificate joke. Yep. Is she pro-Trump or is she not like not affiliated with Trump? Because I think that'll determine some more of the jokes. Well, here's the thing. I, I was on her Instagram this morning because now I'm wrapped into this lady. Oh, I got a good one. I just thought of it. Oh, what? Uh, I've had five kids. But when I saw Mike Pence, I thought, well, that makes my pussy look small. Is that something? <laughs> that's good. Okay, yeah, yeah, there's something like good. that in there. Okay. But I think she said on her Instagram... Because she was late night. I was like, this bitch does take sleepy pills and say <laughs> crazy things, which is not. But that's not why she's racist. But um, she was saying, like, the, the, the mega ultra is getting you. Because if I say something against the Democrats, that means I'm Republican. But, but then some of her merch I looked up is make America laugh again. And it's like shit with the American flag. So I don't know if she's pro-Trump, but I would say she's racist. So wherever that lies. So probably... Okay, definitely racist, but then also appealing to his fans. Yeah. So that must mean that she's like in the zeitgeist of insanity, That's obviously. Right. Um, 
And I think she's going to do a lot about how there's only two genders. Because I found an Instagram video of her just, and again, it was late night. It was ambient late night. She was just good. There, what kind of people? There are two gender. It made no sense. It's it's so silly. It's like have the have have the things that have been said that you would like to say not already been said. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you had a new take on it, if it's you know homophobic, transphobic, racist, whatever. But if you have a new take on it, at least I can go. Well, nobody said this before. Like this is some unhinged shit. But at least. You have a new angle because I think that's all comedy is, is all of us just trying to be like, why is my idea more special than yours? Yeah. But none of them are trying. No. She's just like, all right, kiss. Me. I'm like, you hacked off of Ted Cruz, the least charismatic, <laughs> least funny public speaker I've ever seen in my Literally life. Literally the Zodiac killer. The Zodiac killer is who you're taking notes from. All right, here's a question. Roseanne Barr comes and she goes, I want you to open for me. Absolutely. <laughs> Serious. I'll open for anybody. Are you serious? Yeah. You'd open for Roseanne? I'd open for Louis C.K. Really? I need fucking money and stage time, and I am, I don't care, like, if, I don't care. Wow. Because I'm All not, right. I'm not endorsing them by doing that. I'm not going in a hotel room with Louis C.K. or, you know, staying up on Ambien with Grandma. Y'all, new campaign, we gotta get Katie to open for but Roseanne Can Barr. I tell y'all what I really want to do? And I don't even think I've told you this yet, because- what? Um, we talked about Greg Barons on our last episode, and this just made me think of him again because oh, he was my bomb, my bomb, your, your bomb guy, my bomb demon. He was my um, reality check because also Chris told me that it would be impossible, but <laughs> I believed Greg Barron when he told me. Um, I want to be on Huckabee. I want to do stand up on Mike Huckabee's show called Huckabee. What? There's there's stand ups on there, right? Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yes. So like, there's like, and some of them I've heard of, like Ch- you know Shonda. Uh, it's just like this, like, she's a Christian comedian. She makes a ton. She's like the most well-paid female comedian in America. I can't think of her name. Um, so there's her. What there's like, bitch. like maybe like, you know, people you'd see come through like zanies on an off night. Like they're like headlining road comics, but they also can do clean Christian material. Yes. We watched last night on the Fox News streaming service. Cause now we have a free trial for it under Isaiah. Isaiah Pringle was the one that made the shout out Isaiah account. Pringle. <laughs> um, we watched trailers for all the like Fox News comics, and they were super, the, so terrible. It was so they were so bad. Do you mean like Greg Gutfeld, or do you mean like a literal stand-up comedian? It was a re- literal stand-up comedian, but I had no idea who the fuck it was. And they're not doing well in front of the audience. Of course, they come out and they're just like, "We have to finish up here by eleven because of COVID." Because we all know that COVID comes out at eleven oh one, and then he tried giving COVID like a Chinese accent and like. It was racist, but it was not even close to a Chinese accent. Like, it sounded like an alien. Like, it wasn't. I was like, is he supposed. Like, his race. He's not even. His racism isn't even. I need accurate. I need authentic racism. It was accuracy in my racism. So. T- and the thing is, you can tell it's just so low budget. They just send them out there just to fill the streaming service. Yeah. Because he's not killing with the audience. Like, they're not. They're just like, oh. Okay, okay so I didn't know there was other Fox News comedy specials, which all those words together sound like a fever dream. Um, but sorry, Huckabee. I'll show you them. But They're these are the same terrible. people you would see on Huckabee. Makes sense. Like one of them, uh, I think PJ and I were enjoying. Uh, it was like the, the the God's Not Dead of comedies. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it was like that comedy tour. And so those are the people that are on the show. Very few women, all white men mostly. Good, um, good. But I was like, if I can, I was like, Chris, I want to be on this show so bad because I don't think like. Just being in the South, having, like, commercial television success is not something that you can really be like, oh, it'll happen for me. It might. It could. It does. But you should set your sights at something achievable if you'd like to accomplish them. So I was like, he lives in Nashville. That's very close. Could I trick my way onto the Mike Huckabee show? You probably could with the right tape. But then the thing that Greg Barron said is he goes, yeah, but you're online. Like, all my other stuff's still out there, so it's not like – yeah, but your other stuff, I could see conservative. Like, the thing is, they appeal so much to the The dog jokes would work really good. Yes. They only talk about, like, political stuff, but I think if you went up there and just did your set, they would think you're funny. Right. I do shows all over, you know, the Southeast, yeah. and it's, like, in Charlotte or, like, Jacksonville, Florida. It's, like, it does not matter. Like, it's still jokes are good jokes. Like, But I think for the set, it's, like, do they want somebody with, like, a squeaky clean background 
Or is it like, let's say the Tonight Show where the set is clean and it doesn't matter what is going on around it? You got to figure out how to send your tape there. Right. If you were on that show. Isn't that funny? If we could plug the fucking podcast on the Huckabee Show, we would get our first, our iTunes ratings would go down. They so would go not. down. Yeah. But our algorithm engagement would go. Boop, 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 boop. That would be insane. We yeah, get so much hate mail. <laughs> let's get you on it. Okay. Your house is getting shot up again, but let's get you on it. <laughs> Yeah, but this time it's gonna be buckshot, and it's like you know. As long as I, I would just like to say I am moving, and I'm not telling you where, so don't even try. Wait, who are you saying that to? Just to anyone. Oh, okay, who's, to y'all. Who's even thinking? Hey, freaks. Who's even thinking about it? I'm excited for your move. I am too. Hopefully, it fucking happens. I hope it happens. I'm not excited for my current situation, but I will say. I give a little shout out to the Asheville freaks. There are some Asheville. Okay, Asheville. Asheville, but listening, like they'll come up, people come up and they go, I love the pod. And I go, oh my God, freak of the pod. And then I go, thank you. And then I go, goodbye. <laughs> so if you say nice things to me, I really appreciate it. But at a certain point, I don't know what else to say. And that's all on me. It is not on you. Absolutely. It's on Katie. Yeah. Wait, we're actually, we're coming at Let's Plug where we're going. <gasps> we're going to be in Asheville. And well, Charlotte first. Charlotte first. Don't tell comedy at Duplin, Duplin Suggs. And what day is that? That's Thursday the 16th. Thursday the 16th. All of our Charlotte listeners, please come out. Message us and we'll tell you where the show is. Yes. It's in Charlotte. It's in Charlotte. Uh, I, I know one person in Charlotte. I know, I, I know the people that work at the Comedy Zone. Does that count? Should Get I them. tell the staff at the Comedy Zone to come to our show? Get them out. And then Katie and I are staying in a hotel that night. We're going to be in a home two suites, baby. Sleepover. It's going to be so nice. I want Katie to bring her swimsuit so we can go in the swimming pool, but she's afraid she's going to get gout or something. What is it? MRSA. Gonna... Well, I don't know what that is. Again. It's an infection. Things in the water getting the the holes she was really anti-jacuzzi because of MRSA and that it was bad jacuzzis were bad for you but then i pointed out to katie that she smoked cigarettes but not with my <laughs> pussy like i'm not i don't i don't want i don't want the juices up there i feel like very bad about the juices you getting. just have to pee after like intercourse every time you're in a I jacuzzi don't <laughs> you don't, I don't want to think of having intercourse with a jacuzzi every time you're in the jacuzzi you should be in that headspace if you are having you are sharing a moment with it and it's coming. Chris and I are in a monogamous relationship. I can't fuck that jacuzzi again. Yeah, and I play a lot of Monopoly. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I brought I brought a waterboard Monopoly set that we could play in the jacuzzi. <gasps> That's a, we should also go to Jeju. Have you ever been to Jeju? No, I would like to go to one of those. Jeju's great. And they scrub you down. Yeah, and the sun. Don't do get scrubbed. Don't do the pussy pot thing though. They have a thing where it's like you sit and all they put all the steam and stuff in a thing a pot and like all the steam comes up into your vagina and it's supposed to like cleanse the vagina but anything that's claiming to cleanse your vagina is not your vagina does not need to be cleansed nor does it need to be boiled like a soup in a hotel jacuzzi <laughs> so uh, and that's where we differ welcome <laughs> agree to disagree the hilton hot pot mm. <laughs> i just want you i don't because i if I'm the only one in the pool, you're going to look like my parents sitting outside of the pool reading a little book while I'm swimming laps going, watch me. Katie, watch. Katie. Katie, watch me do a handstand. Because you know I'm doing that. Okay. I mean, I'll get my... I'll She'll put her feet in. I'll think about it. I'll put my feet in. Freaks will update you via live stream. Oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll update. But, uh, yeah. So, Asheville's been very nice. Everybody's been... Oh, yeah. And then Asheville's the next day. Asheville's... Yeah. The next day, uh, we're doing uh, Different World... Is the first show that night? Yes. And I did that room with uh, John Marco Ceresi like last week. It is a great room. It's like this dark little art space with a cool bar. They oh, got like hell yeah. yerba mate Ooh. drinks and such. Yeah, I can't really wait nice. to get you. So come out to that. And then I'm doing an underwear comedy I'm show. I'm on that after. too. Are you doing it? I'm going to wear Chris's underwear. Ah, I didn't know you were <laughs> No <doing> shirt. <laughs> Tits out. Men's box of milk. Have you done underwear comedy before? Two times. I've never done it. I did it one time. I did long underwear. I, che I cheated all of these things because I want stage time. So funny. And then the next time I did more of like women's undergarments. Like what? Like I bought like spank shorts and I just made fun of like the label on it on stage for the bit. <gasps> That's funny. And then this time I'm going to just wear like big old white shirt, Chris's boxer briefs. That's great. Thank you. Maybe I'll just wear pajamas. Yeah. 
I don't. I have to. I, I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll yeah, you know, be funny as chainmail. Like that's underwear. You're wearing it under something else. Chainmail. Yeah, like What's like that? for a night, would wear chainmail underneath their oh, suit of armor. Oh, that's funny. That'd be very funny. I also like the idea of me wearing a bra, underwear, and then my Doc Martens. Yes. I'm gonna wear boots or a hat. I wore boots for the last one because it was very like uh, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus. <laughs> Tim Allen also in that same world of Roseanne Barr. I bet, yeah. People who got a TV show from doing a five-minute, like, infomercial about their act, basically. Insanity. Yeah. Why can't it still be like that? I don't know, man. Get me a show, y'all. Get me a show. We do have Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow. Very exciting. Happy Galentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day, Katie. You know, this morning I woke up to a message from... Uh, Instagram. Somebody said, "Hey, heard your name on the n- news." What they like? Some I got like they're like they said, "Oh, very funny comedian Katie Hughes is going to be on the show on the news tonight." And then I was like, "On the news?" So I looked it up, and they're interviewing Catherine and Lace about the show that they're co-headlining tonight <laughs> that I'm featuring for them at. And I'm like, "Thank God!" Like if that's what it like, I'm so glad that I'm not like headlining stuff like because then they you have to do that shit. And like I don't know, I don't like that stuff. They're on the news saying it. Yeah, they, they was they was what on the news? news. Five. All right, is that tonight? And no. you know my my biggest fear. Speaking of local news, I was just gonna fucking say that. You're... Well, come on down to the Galentine's Day show at the Starlight Hotel. They do not have a toilet I can use, but they will let me park my car nearby. <laughs> when is that show? Is tonight at eight p.m. It's in Midtown. I think tickets are $20. They seem to have a truffle aioli menu. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? Like that level, yeah. made, like small bites, light bites and delights. That is so. And then you're headlining Star Bar. Then after. I'm headlining Star Bar in between. If I can make it, I hope I can. Because I said I would. I'll be at the Laughing Skull Lounge. Oh, my God. You're doing three spots tonight? So you're doing Starlight, Laughing Skull, Star Bar. Yes. You are so busy. Star Sandwich. Star, it's a Star Sandwich. Oh, my God. That's all Star stuff. Yeah. And then tonight, what are you on? I am just on Star Bar tonight, thanks to Katie Hughes. Couple comedy. <laughs> Couple comedy. <laughs> I got to take care of my thruples. Oh, my God. Okay, so I want to tell you this before we get on, because this is, I guess, relationship-y type oh, yeah. thing. Perfect. We're moving into the Valentine's Day, the, the relationship questions. So I'm going to do a little anecdote about Asheville since I've been living there. <laughs> People go, how do you like it? I go, yeah, this is exactly where I imagine myself at this very age. <laughs> Listening to Lana Del Rey in my Prius so I can smoke a cigarette away from my parents' house because they ask a lot of questions. You are so in high school right now. I am. It's very... uh, In your boyfriend's hoodie, just trying to get away from it all. I'll tell you what. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember high school. It wasn't this bad. Is Chris with them right now? Chris is with them right now. So how has it been for him? Is Chris in this room (laughs) right now with you? How's it been for him just hanging out with your parents all that one-on-one time? So, okay, we have our own room. <laughs> That's very cool of them to let y'all sleep in the same bed. Yeah. It's been very great. Um, so 200 square feet, me, Chris, the Joao, <laughs> is all of our stuff. <laughs> I'm praying for an avalanche to kill us. Um, no, it's been it's been fine. Like, we just stay in the room. <laughs> Oh, cool, cool. We just in the room. Well, you have, like, our video games, and I work, and so, like, we're both, like, doing stuff, and then we'll eat dinner with them if we're not, like, but we've been, like, Chris has been going up at mics and stuff. Cool. He's very hard to follow, even though he hasn't done comedy in a minute. Yeah. He's very funny. I've heard. He's hilarious. You've never seen him? I've never seen him do stand-up. I'll show you two tapes of his after this. I love it. One of my favorite stories, though, ever was that he went to Dynamic El Dorado with you one time to do a set, and later Luke Bentley told me <laughs> that... He was like, I feel like I'm so fucking embarrassed. He was like, <laughs> Katie's boyfriend was there, and I, I didn't know he was her boyfriend, and I didn't know he used to, like, do comedy. I thought he was just a new guy. <laughs> and he went up, and he was amazing. And I told him, like, hey, man, you should really – you should come back. You should really try this out. You were great. And then I found out he'd been doing it for years. Yeah, which, to the other side, Chris is always, like, a little self-conscious. But I'm like, you know, you can always just tell people how long you – is, like, a combined amount of the time you've actually been doing it. Yeah. But he's always been very funny. Um. But he's hard, like, they'll put us up, like, at the mics. It'll be like, Cody, Chris, Katie. And Chris is hard to follow. Yeah. I mean, so is Cody, but, like, I'm just like, God damn it, put me first. Literally. But, um, so we were outside. Okay, and have you ever had this experience? Um, you may have. Yes. Uh, being propositioned or approached as a third. Yes. Is it frequently at comedy shows, bars, or in different situations? Different. I think bars, 
and some comment. You want you want Astoria? I get propositions as a third at ninety seven Astoria. Okay. <laughs> and what's bit. the vibe when they do this? It's like, hey, let us buy you a drink. If it's after a coffee show, it's like we loved your set. You're so funny. And then the girls like, and you're so hot. <laughs> The girl's like, you're so hot, but the guy's just standing there, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's like that vibe. That's how I knew I really had a problem. Um, I, I knew I had been bit by the stand-up comedy bug, per se. Was it was it I did the 97 Astoria show, Dedrick show. Yeah, and great I had, show. Great show. I had, like, an amazing set I killed. And afterwards, like, all these hot couples were coming up to me and, like, buying me drinks and wanting to hang out. They're like, you should stay and, like, hang out with us. And I knew that I had been bit because I was like, no, I got to go try my new joke at Limerick. And I I left to go do my new joke at Limerick instead of hanging out with the hottest couples ever. Oh, that's so funny. So I've never been a, I've never been a, they approach me person Uh because I literally try not to be (laughs) approachable. approachable. Like, you know, not that I'm being like, you know, you're a very hot lady. Stop. I'm not standing at the bar with my flannel being like, mm, Kim, kiss me. And that's my biggest critique of you. Yeah, yeah. I should do more of this. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I've asked, like, like Morales. She says she gets it a lot. Uh-huh. And I feel like just, like, when you're out in weird parts of the country, you get a lot. But I can, I can spot it like this, right? You can always spot it. And sometimes you don't know right away. Yeah. Because sometimes – okay, so this is what happened. So I'm at uh, Hillary Bagley's mic in Asheville. It's called The Root Bar. Yes. And um, it's basically imagine if a prison was a bar. Uh, all <laughs> the inmates are there. Uh, no, it's very fun, but it's just like a dive bar in Asheville. And afterwards, this woman was like being really obnoxiously loud to me. Like, uh, I'm trying, like, so I said something about smoking cigarettes, and she's like, You want some Nicorette? And I was like, No, it makes me sick. It'll make me throw up. And she's like, Oh, don't you want to throw up? And I was like, This woman's what? insane. I didn't realize she was there with a man, and this was her hitting on me. So if you think as a person that you are bad at hitting on people, <laughs> you are not the worst I've ever seen. Like somebody being like, "You want to throw up with Nicorette gum?" <laughs> that was your that was your opening line. Go back to mysteries, fucking school, you know. Don't you want to throw up on my boyfriend's dick, Paul? This is Katie. <laughs> I call his dick Nicorette gum. <laughs> so anyway, we go outside, and it's me, Hillary. And then um, this comedian, Alexis, who's uh, my favorite. Oh, yes. We love Alexis. We love Alexis. Um, She's very, very funny. Uh, On stage and off. But like, so this couple comes out. And so they're all, they're they're being very friendly. Because I've already established the, I'm like. Yeah, not. I don't think you're funny. I'm going to go out here. But I recognize when she brings the guy out (sighs) and they go, we've called an Uber. Oh, God. Right? So they're like announcing, like we're about to leave. Who's gonna take us up on our genitals? And were they hot? Fucking no! I knew it. I knew from the Nicorette gum they weren't hot. No, not hot. That's it was rude, like, honestly. Like substitute art teacher and her boyfriend, but not. I'm not saying that in a good way. I'm yeah. saying it in like the who they would get to substitute art class in East Flat Rock. Yeah, got it. Like she don't like art. <laughs> she don't. Like, she just lost. She just needs something to keep her hands. She needs seventy five dollars <laughs> and a, a day to stay clean. You know. Um. So it's her, the boyfriend. He's not cute either, and no personality on this guy. Bad. So she got a bad personality. He got no personality, and they are work. They're trying to work their magic, and I am like noticing this. So I'm just being like very like cold and observational so i'm watching them do this to hillary who's got a big personality and probably talk to anybody yeah and alexis who's definitely more on my end of the the spectrum yeah and they they finally go all right our uber's here we're leaving our uber's we're leaving now and they leave i go they're looking for a third right and both of them were like oh yeah and i'm like what is this like they were really swinging their shot they're like all right we're gonna get the short one the medium one or the tall one yeah Uh, (laughs) and all the female comics yeah and we're all just like we're not nobody's picking up what you're putting down. I always think it's interesting to get hit on after a comedy show because it it just shows me that uh by by woman it's like okay this makes sense but by a man I'm always like huh men really just think a lot about sex cuz I was I'm like I was saying like if I heard my set I would not be like man I want to get to know that woman on a romantic 
sensual level. She's not going to talk about me all on stage. I would not. I would not. I think I don't know why I feel like with women, I'm like, I think women are more in on the bit, like yeah. in on my entire bit. So that never that makes sense to me. Yeah. But anytime I've gotten a male phone up after a show, I'm like, are you a fucking insane? Why? <laughs> what did I do up there that made you be like, that's her. That's the girl I want. I also don't know why men are so confident to think that they could like pick up a comedian at a show like where it's like where you're the star of the show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, do you, do you think that you could lure me in? I always get a little embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, I just, it, I also, I also think that people don't know how to talk to other people. Like this is the way I don't know how, but it's yeah. like, I'm not approaching people. I know my limited yeah. skill set. So maybe like reevaluate your inventory of skills before you go. I'm great at talking. I always just think I'm like, wow, men really just see boobs and they're like boobs. Because if you could be up that you could be, I think a woman comic could be on stage and be like, I literally murdered my last boyfriend. <laughs> and they'd be like, Hey, I really liked your stuff. Oh yeah. And they don't get a hint. Like I had some guy in Athens and I was going to go out and smoke a cigarette. And, uh, I, I was like, that's my escape. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. But what if they smoke Katie? So that's the problem. Big problem. So we go out the front door and they go, uh, no reentry. Well, she can come back in. She's an artist. And he goes, want to go to the rooftop? And I'd already told him inside, no, I don't want to go to the rooftop. <laughs> I, I went, oh, I've been up there. I'm, and I'm good. Because there's like not an awning up there. It's the rooftop. Yeah, that's cold. It's cold. And it was already rainy. So I was like, I'll just stand out here. I'd, like, they were like, no reentry. And I go, well, I guess I'll see you in there. You just went back in. No, no. And he went back in. And I just closed the door. And I smoked my cigarette where I wanted to. But I'm like, thank God that there was no reentry because it's like you don't get the hint where I go. No, I don't want this. No, I don't want this. No, I don't want this. Go away. You paid a hundred dollars to go see this comedian that you supposedly like. Go sit the fuck down. No, Katie. Ben, that's your <laughs> fucking name, Ben. I told you to follow me on Instagram because that's also my getaway. It's like handing someone a business card to be like, all right, bye bye. Did he follow you? No, he. That's he, the thing. They don't even fucking. No. They don't follow. No. Give me the follow. Give me the follow. Give me. And then I met a couple at um, a wing zone that I was eating at, and I don't think they wanted a third, but they were very friendly. That's sweet. But at a certain point, you're done talking to people. Yeah. But I didn't act like that with them. I was just like, they're like, oh, sorry, we're bothering you. I was like, no bother. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pretty good if someone and says. she did follow me. She was very nice. Kara, what's up? She's going to follow the pod. Y'all are very nice, uh, but I'm also super awkward all the time. <laughs> no, they sound great. I think I'm getting better now. If someone's like, am I, talk am, I am I talking your head off? Usually it's like if someone's aware enough to say that, normally it's not. Normally I'm like, no, I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah. But I think I'm good if someone gives me the opening to be like, actually, I did want to get back to That's a great book. way. I, I, you, you know, the thing is, is I need to remember like my outs. Like yeah. I need to get back to – yeah. I got to get back by. I have to call. I got to call. I have to use the bathroom. Oh, my God. Well, I'm at a party. I People must think I have a bladder infection because I, I don't like – I'm such a social person, but something about parties and, like, staying in the little pods of people, I don't know. It makes me anxious in a way. I never like to commit to one. I'm bouncing, 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 bouncing around, and so I'm constantly going – I have to go use the bathroom. I have to go use the bathroom just to get out and like start fresh. Like, just yeah. to shake the snow globe again. And it's nothing that no one's doing. Like, it's not anyone I'm talking. It's like I constantly want to bop around. I want to get the whole rain of my surroundings. I mean, dream party for me is that meme where the guy's going, they don't know, whatever. <laughs> they don't even know. They don't even know I'm listening to all their conversations. Because <laughs> that for me is the exciting thing. Like I want to hear what you have to say, but I don't want to be part of it. Oh, you just want to watch. I would love to watch. Yeah, I think – well, I think that's part of it is maybe I'm also um, pressuring myself into having something compelling to say because it's like it does feel like you're still on stage when you run into people. Yeah. Because you don't want to be rude and be like, hello or whatever. You don't want to be boring either. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, am I boring? Yeah. And then I feel more boring or like inauthentic when I'm like, yeah, I also love Roseanne Barr or whatever <laughs> it is you have to say to them. I did feel bad because I think I was trying to make conversation. I, I do try to be a good conversationalist. So I, I said to this couple who are both chefs, I oh, said, cool. did y'all see the menu? Great, Katie. But I think I didn't say the movie, the menu. So they look confused <laughs> as heck. And I was like, it was so good, wasn't it? And they were like, uh-huh. Yeah, the sliders looks cool. Yeah, so I was like, okay, you got to work on your um, lead up to things. Well, you tried, and that's what's important. I do try. So, yeah, if I like you, I'm going to sit there and fight through my internal 
struggle and that is not your burden but if i don't like you i'm gonna go i'll jump off the fire escape to get away from you sir if she doesn't like you she's gonna go i don't want to go on the roof i don't want to go on the can you imagine that's the last place they saw me yeah, the roof i'm not going up to a roof with someone i don't know i know probably. i can't even fly probably <laughs> probably i'm not gonna do that Ugh, i am pretty trusting i'm working on it i don't trust men I don't trust men. I don't know. I'll say that. Fair. Yeah, yeah. And I trust many of the ones I do know. Yes. But if you got sinister energy, you're going to watch me try to squirm away like a little baby worm. I trust every one of my male friends. Friends. To, to, to go on the roof with. Friends, yes. yes friends. Acquaintances? No. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, wh- what are we going to do when I get up there? You're going to just trap me in a conversation? That t- Push me off the roof. I'd rather be pushed off the roof than trapped in a conversation with you. The roof is a hard one. Yeah. No one, to go upstairs, no. No. To get in an elevator, he goes, there's an elevator. As uh, if I don't know there's an elevator. Yeah. Bitch, you think I'm taking the stairs? <laughs> Bitch. Bitch, I was just on stage for 15 minutes, four of which you were here for and told me that you missed most of my act. <laughs> so I know you're not here to be the fan. All right. Anyway. Should we get to the questions? Let's get to the questions. Y'all, this week, Katie was so graciously made us a phone number um, for people to call in because we, since we're both so good at love, we're both successfully in love and have never failed in that department at any time. We decided <laughs> that we are ready to answer questions about it because I am wise beyond my years and uh, Katie is wise. Um, also beyond her years. <laughs> Katie's exactly wise enough, they say. (laughs) They say she's got just enough wisdom for the exact age she is, which is this age she should be living with her parents. Well, that was the last of me being the Kesko host. There's going to be, it's it's fucking Brandy Unger next week. I'm done. Uh, Hey, I'm going to get Rose and and Roseanne Barr. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's Lysandra's dog. Hey, uh, if you want to be replaced by the Hot Comics podcast, we can replace both of us. We can switch out. Switch it up. That'd be fun. Um, Listen to Hot Comics. Great, po- great podcast. Great pod, great pod. Buy the merch. Um, okay, so the first one, this is the first one I got, and it does go to my phone through Google Voice, but I cannot see who you are. I can't. I can only see the number, and if you're not in my phone, then I can't see your name. So uh, you can still call in after this episode, 3854-FREAKS, um, but here's the first let's, one. Let's play. Where should I put the microphone? Should I put it like... Um, so the, should I put it over there? Yeah. Let's see. Here, put yours over there, too. Okay. We'll do both. We'll do both of them. All right. Hey, good morning, Katie. Um, the big freak of the pod. Um, I have some love advice to ask y'all. Um, so this is like the first time in my adult life that I've been single for this long. Like I've been in codependent long-term relationships from age 16 to age 31. And I'm 32 going 33 now. And so this is like literally the longest stretch of time in my adult life that I've been single. I keep finding myself like falling in love or falling in limerence with emotionally unavailable people. And I've heard that what that means is like, oh, deep down it's because you're not emotionally available. I'm like, okay. But I just find myself like craving love and connection. Um, but I keep choosing the wrong people. Um so, yeah, I don't know any advice you have uh, based on your personal experience or otherwise. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Great question. That was a great first question. There was a second when I was listening where I thought, maybe we're not equipped for this. <laughs> 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 <I was> like, <laughs> but I think I have some insight. Okay, you can go first. But that First of all, great question. Great Thank question. you for asking. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for calling in. I think a lot of people probably um, share that same experience. I think I would say, I think I think going for I think the people we go for is indicative of something inside us, uh, whether it be like a trauma or a preference or yeah something like I've also heard if you go for someone unavailable, you're also unavailable. Like you're not you're not allowing yourself. Okay. You don't you don't true deep down you truly don't want something. You're self sabotaging. But I would say like. Something I heard when I was very young that always stuck with me was like um, when I was when I was so basically like we we want people, but really we want qualities that people have. We want a certain quality. Like if you get broken up with, obviously you're going to miss the person that broke up with you. But also you're really missing a certain quality they had, something they brought into your life 
But even though that person's out of your life, those qualities never leave your life. They just come up and turn up in other people. So I would take time to really focus on like what friends or family you have that's giving you that feeling of love and connection. And obviously it's different than like a romantic or like sexual connection. But what is sex and romance giving you if it's with someone who's not emotionally available? Mm -hmm. Because I think romantically being with someone who's not emotionally available, is it giving you like a validation or, but like finding those things in your friends and I don't know, it's easier said than done, but if someone doesn't want to like put in the work for you or give you the time of day, like it's just not fucking worth it. Like it's not, you never leave it feeling good. But I also think this is the last thing I'll say and I'll, I'll give it to you. But I think, um, I think in life with cert- with patterns, especially that we all display or like relationships, it's like a circle, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with being aware of your circle and going through the circle. And maybe it takes 10 times, 10 different times before you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe it takes 30, maybe it takes one. But I think there comes a time, especially if you're self-aware about your situation and you don't want to be in it. I think there comes a time where you go through the circle one last time and you're like, I'm actually done Mm -hmm. with this. So if that means like taking a break from dating or like waiting for people to approach you or like focusing your energy on like friends and like accountable people. But I also think trust yourself that like there will come a time, the fact that you're this aware of it, that you're like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yes. Um, I think, yeah, I think that like knowing your patterns and being like, self-aware is very important um i guess my question is is like where are you meeting people Ooh, that's great because i've never been a dating app person um i've been like oh i met him at work i met him at comedy whatever like so like are you opening yourself up to avenues where there are people who are emotionally available like you know i'm not saying do stand up and meet somebody there even though it worked out really great for both of us (laughs) um but i'm saying like like what are your what are your passions what are your hobbies like you know also like filling your own cup being like oh I've always wanted to take a painting class a singing lesson uh, uh, I want to go to dance or whatever like whatever you want to do like you might not find like love there but you'll find like an interest a hobby and you'll make yourself more well-rounded and more fulfilled personally and like I do think like that attracts people who are equally self-fulfilled I think that is such a great answer yeah I think the more you put into yourself it subconsciously does send something out. It opens yourself up and attracts the type of person that you want. For sure. And I also think that's so great of who are like, yeah, where are you going? Cause like, you know, going to college and theater school, I was like, why do I keep dating these people with one long dangly earring <laughs> that have had chlamydia for seven months, even though they could take a pill. And it's cause I was only, you know, dating screenwriting majors. Right, so it's right, like, right. but if I had expanded, I think that's also a great, I think those are both great answers. Yeah. And then I think the other way, the other danger is maybe like trying to course correct and go the opposite way too far Yeah, where like, I've certainly done that where I had uh, a relationship where I was like very like, passive where i'm like yeah whatever's fine you know very easy going and i was like well that didn't work out next time i'm gonna speak my mind every minute of the day and you wouldn't (laughs) believe it that didn't work out either (laughs) what but it was also like the people i was with and then like trying to match their energy and like trying to figure out who i was um and also like you're still super young so like there's plenty of time out there and like yeah just find find what you love and i feel like for me personally it's somebody like who makes me laugh. Yeah. So like what, what is like the most important quality and what are the things you're also willing to ignore? I think having a, uh, like figure having like even writing it down and I'm this kind of person, like I'm a big journal manifester and I think like writing down like what you want in a partner is very powerful. And I think too, like not putting pressure on, like just paying attention to red flags. Like the next time you meet someone and you're like, okay, the first flag that comes up, like I think it's progress removing yourself from a situation earlier than maybe you would have. A For month sure. Ago. For sure. That's great. Yeah. Meet new people, have new experiences, be confident in yourself. Focus on yourself too. Being alone's fine. Um, yeah. I think that's great. Did that's we great. kill it? I think we killed it on that Yo, one. No, we're not even doctors. <laughs> we have some great vaccine advice coming up. Yeah. Next. <laughs> You don't need vaccines. You just need oregano. All you need is laughter. 
All right, next question. And thank you so much for calling in. I think we should do more of these and do non-love ones. Yeah, any advice. Yeah. Yeah, Do you guys like this? Also non-comedy ones, because I'm sure there's people who don't do comedy out there. Yeah. So that would be my request for my Valentine's Day gift. If you're a comedian, send in non-comedy questions. I feel honored anytime someone asks me a comedy question. No, it's great. I mean, I'll always answer them. No, Katie's mad. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that um, scope-wise for an audience, agreed, agreed. you will be helping us out a lot, other comedians, if you ask us non-comedy questions. Fucking help us, please. God, we got to get a following. We are doing an uh, average of 101 downloads per episode. That's so. great, guys. Triple dig. And it's so funny. I would love to know the 101 of who you are because I only know like three of my friends that listen to this podcast. So I would love to know who the rest of you are. Yeah, right in. Tell us. Say, hey, we're freaks of the pod. We'll please. give you a shout out. We please. love shouting people out. I love a shout out. I do too. I got so excited <laughs> on uh, while we were drinking, which is Hillary R. Heath, Anterior, and Jasmine Waters. Waters. Uh, they go. They put up a. <laughs> they put up a, a, a poll. Like, what do you want to see on our next episode? There's four answers, and so I've been very bad about hitting the wrong thing on Instagram. <laughs> so the next time I saw it come up, I hit the answer I wanted, which was like Reddit bullshit or something. Oh, that's great. So on the pod, they're like. Uh, Thanks for answering the poll. Our favorite answer was that Katie Hughes answered two different things. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even know you could see answer who answered polls. Well, now I won't be answering no more polls. You can see who answers. You can see who asked questions on Instagram. Nothing's anonymous. These are anonymous, unless you leave your name, these though. These ones are anonymous. Yes. All right. Let's. I haven't even listened to this one. I've only read the the transcript. So here we go. We're going to hold All this right, up. Put it, hold it to the microphone. Let's get, to the face. Here we go. Hi. I've been in New York City for five days, and and uh, I feel like I want to go off my meds. You know, I feel like like I don't need a mood stabilizer. I just needed to walk 28 miles on a Monday. <laughs> and during those 28 miles, not once be acknowledged by another human being. I think that's what I needed to accept the futility of life. But anyway, my question is, um, if you are a generally mentally ill and heavily traumatized person do you think it's better to be with a partner that you can relate to on that or is that a mess you actually need an anchor in your life um obviously this is a complicated question and i can take it in in uh two or three parts it just needs to be spread across many episodes i understand that you know you could talk about this for hours i get it all right bye that is a great great question. question yeah and i would also before we answer the question i'd like to say i have also moved to new york and gone off of my medication and i would recommend against it <laughs> sometimes you think yeah i didn't need prozac i just needed uh public transportation i just needed to walk i just needed to see some pigeons and then a year later you're like oh fuck no i needed i needed the prozac stay on that medication yeah this is not th- th- Listen to your doctor. Do not get off any medication that you are prescribed by a medical professional. But this is not medical advice. I'm trying to cover all bases here. Uh, uh, uh. Is this, do you want to take this one first? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, well, I think everybody has their own baggage from previous relationships. I mean, as, as, as comedians, we all have a general mental illness <laughs> throughout the community. Go off. Um, but I think finding somebody who kind of like, uh, I don't think you both, I don't know, I don't think you, uh, I guess it's hard to be like, go go to go to Bellevue and go to find, you know what I mean? Like, don't find someone more mentally ill than you. But also, like, finding someone who understands you is very important. Yeah. Someone who's, like, I guess, like, their their trauma or their, their shitty childhood or whatever can, like, mirror something that you need. Because I feel like Chris and I were both raised very conservatively, like, we don't talk about our feelings. We're not touchy feely families. Like we have like very similar things in that way. Uh, but I think also like the differences is that like there was love in my home. So <laughs> Chris's family so is going to be so pissed when they listen to this podcast. If they listen to this podcast, I will be sh- pissed, t- shocked. <laughs> I'll be shocked. Um, Henry, shout out to Henry, freak of the pod. What's up? <laughs> Um, but I think like, just fi- yeah, fi- like 
don't want to be like finding your missing piece because I feel like you only Aww. you can be completed by you. So but somebody who's like jagged edges line up with your jagged edges. That is so beautiful, Katie. Oh, <laughs> that's so beautiful. <laughs> your jagged edges line up with my jagged edges. I'm crying. I'm not an easy. I'm a, no, I am a very easy crier. So don't <laughs> I'm going to cry too. Don't feel, that was really beautiful. Oh, thank you. That was really great. I just say push, crazy pussy's the best pussy, you know? Crazy pussy, best pussy. <laughs> I would say I do like the idea of like, specifically looking for someone with your exact same trauma like going out with a sign and being like who else was sexually assaulted in college like i do like <laughs> i like that um i think i think what katie said is so true that having someone that has like a, there are some things in life that people will never understand unless they also went through it and um that can be very you know helpful in a relationship but i also think there's people who despite not having gone through things and not fully understanding can still be of extremely like empathetic and supportive and like affirming and like listening partner i think it's tough you know i think people that share the same traumas it's like very helpful in a lot of ways but then i could also see a lot of pros with someone that when it's like a, not as even in a relationship, mm -hmm. I would say like as long as you're with someone that you feel like understands you or is trying to understand you. And like, I think as long as your partner, no matter what that means for them is making an, like an effort to self better themselves, whatever that means in any capacity, I think that's really important. Cause I just feel like as people, I mean, me personally, I never want to stay stagnant. Like I always want to self improve and get better. Yeah. And as long as my partner's helping me to do that in any way, like that's really what I'm looking for in a partner. And I think you can absolutely have that, you know, with mental illness and with sharing that with your partner. Absolutely. Cause I think like, I mean, I feel like you and Zach are very evenly matched. I feel like you guys are like, I don't know, like there's a good vibe. There's a good energy when you guys are around. Yeah. And I feel like other people can tell that. Yeah. So maybe like if you if you think that you might be in a toxic relationship, maybe ask, you know, be like, do you guys like like you guys can tell me like y'all get a bad vibe. You know yeah, what I mean? Like if you have friends you trust also and you're like. Am I in love with this person or am I having a manic episode? Go right that on a shirt. Is crazy pussy best pussy or am I having a, a manic, manic episode? episode. <laughs> um, or, or being with somebody who who is like depressive, like are you going to, you know, work around that in the way that they need you to? Like where it's like most people don't want like a pep rally when they don't feel good. They just want like somebody to be around them and yeah. not ask questions like, you know, like. If you're in tune enough with yourself in this, then I feel like those are conversations you can have with somebody early in a relationship. Yeah. Even just like in a get to know you kind of way, like, like, are you one of those people like who when you're sad, you want people around or you don't like and kind of like, like you can make it like conversational and then you kind of go, OK, these are the things I know for later that when they're, you know, really up, they want me around. But when they're really down, they would love it if I went out in the hallway and read a book. And yeah. that's fine. And I think it's open communication is always the answer. Really. Always what you want, what you need. And I also think it's OK. I know in relationships, you're not supposed to be like no one's supposed to be taking care of the other person. But I also feel like realistically, like it, it's there's times when one person has to take care or give the other one extra support for sure. And then the other time, as long as it's, you know, it feels balanced and equal and no one's cups being completely emptied and thrown out but i think it also makes sense you're probably like attracted or drawn to people that have similar experiences and perspectives as you do yeah um well, let me see if we missed anything question. of this um i think i would love to not be looked at i mean we we're just talking about that walk for 28 miles not get looked at once <laughs> not be talked to i mean but then you you crave that connection right like so again that's like where you're gonna meet somebody and do you want to be with somebody or is it just like to avoid the loneliness or yeah. whatever um or do you want somebody to fix yeah me i think that was a pattern i really used to have um was wanting not 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 maybe not consciously but definitely like dating people that especially in college perhaps that really needed needed me to need <laughs> needed fixing they they hadn't learned about bathing yet so and, they needed a <laughs> and every day i was just like and i try <laughs> to fix you <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Ignite. All right, now it's your turn to cry. Ignite your bones. Um, I mean, like, yeah, again, it's like, what do you value? Like, also, there's like the idea of like, some people love like uh, an exciting, like, uh, we love to fight because then we, yeah. and yeah. that's not me at all. No. And I feel like if you are mentally unwell, then you should probably find somebody who tries to make things as neutral for you as possible. Yeah, someone that doesn't give in when you're trying to start a fight. Right, yeah, like, the person who's like, okay, I'm not going to argue with you about this, Um but no, maybe doesn't say it that way, yeah. but like who does know how to handle you? Like, so yeah. I guess, yeah, somebody with empathy, compassion, uh, emotional intelligence. And at the end of the day, when you're getting riled up, they just say, hey, calm down. I think that's really what I'm looking for. What's your partner. problem? <laughs> hey, calm down. Hey, I'm just checking in with you. What's your fucking problem? Are you on your period? <laughs> they asked this man. You're acting cat. Are you on your period, bro? <laughs> you're acting crazy. He left the house on his period, walked 28 miles, no tampon. He is coming home with red pants. When I lived with my uh, w- one of my exes in New York, it was so awful. And every day I would just, <laughs> we would get in a fight and I would just walk 28 miles around the city. Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, it's getting dark. I hope I get hit by a fucking car. <laughs> then I'll feel bad. And then I would just smoke a cigarette in a public park church where you weren't supposed to smoke cigarettes looking at watching the squirrels (laughs) (laughs) yeah and also keep money out of it as long as you can because i feel like that is the crux of many issues yeah money is it's so crazy that that causes so many problems and it's just fucking money it's just money but it's everything yeah capitalism yeah we got a little poli sci on you there is no romance under late stage capitalism okay (laughs) okay ethical romance that is all right all right here we go we have one last one um and then we will call it a day we may do another podcast because we're going to charlotte we're gonna be at home two suites that's pa- practically a podcasting hotel studio hotel podcast Woo! i would love hotel podcast can we do it in the bed together of course yes we'll put the two queen beds right next to each That'd other That'd be fun to video Let's i hope we can it. hear these okay ready hello this is a uh very eligible bachelor I am going on a date on Wednesday, uh, which is bad timing, as it is the day after Valentine's Day, but it's just a night that I'm in the city that this girl lives in. It is my best friend's wife's best friend, so the stakes feel very high. Thoughts? Thanks, fam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got to say, first off, very good voice. Yeah, great voice. That's a great voice for radio. First off, I would like to say I know exactly who this is, and I'm not shocked that I had absolutely no fucking idea that they'd ever listened to this podcast before. Well, we'll have to discuss who the freak of the pod is it afterwards. It seems very, very like them that they would never fucking tell me they'd ever listened to an episode. Well, <laughs> I think you you all are already listening right now, so tell a friend who you think wouldn't like this. I think <laughs> Tell a friend about us who is going to hate this, but at least we'll get another at down least we'll I think, you know, it feels high stakes because it's your best friend's wife's best friend. I also, can I say that Google yeah. Translate spelled it S-T-E-A-K-S? <laughs> it's, uh, like, the stakes feel very high. <laughs> keep throwing the stakes into the air because that's Whee! how I'm medium rare into the air. <laughs> I think as long, you know, I'm, I would say trying to take away that feeling of high stakes will probably make it more enjoyable for you both. I think I know what you're saying. It's high stakes because there's like a connection and maybe you'll see them again. But I think you're not a monster. Like even if y'all don't vibe, there's nothing you're not, you know, just don't don't fucking do any. Don't fucking hit her or anything that she'd go back to her, her, her best friend who's your best friend's wife and be like, this guy's a monster. I don't think, you know, if y'all hang out and it goes great then amazing you'll meet up again but if it's like oh it was just fun i don't you you'll be able to see each other again in a con in a regular oh for contact. sure i like that it's not valentine's day because i think that takes the pressure off agreed so like you're just like well it's just any other night of the week i like that it's in another city because then you have lots of things to talk about i feel like sometimes the 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 trap we can fall into is like oh have you been to um have you been to High- Highland Baker? You know, like, ha- like, have you been to the thing in town that we've both been to before? Yeah. So, like, I feel like that opens the opportunity to ask lots of questions, follow-up questions. You can give anecdotes from your part of life, wherever you live versus where she lives, because she doesn't know about that. Or, like, if she was from here, then you can be like, oh, this has changed so much. I feel like, I feel like the opportunity is golden. Like, I feel like every detail is, like, this is like when Harry Potter drank... 
the Felix Felicitas potion, Ugh. and you're just going to have, like, great luck. And just, like, it's kind of, like, so sexy that you're, like, a bachelor, like, on a work trip. Like, you should bring a briefcase to the date regardless of if you need it. <laughs> I disagree. Em- have it empty. Have fucking extra napkins in it. I think it's sexy if you like. That's funny. Yeah, extra napkins. She's have like, it full of condoms, and as you leave it open, <laughs> you trip and it opens, and they oh, spill out all over the sidewalk. My work stuff. I'm a working, sexy bachelor man. I'm a balloon salesman. I think all a woman wants on a date is to be listened to, engaged with, laugh. Yeah. And you say you're an eligible bachelor, so I think you can achieve these. I think you can totally achieve it. I think you shouldn't overthink it. I think you should wear something that you feel comfortable in. Confident. Confident and comfortable. You don't want to be like adjust. Like, I mean, just as somebody who only wears pants and shirts, like I wouldn't put on a ball gown for a first date. So like whatever that means to you, like just elevate your normal style a tiny bit. And I've been on a date after Valentine's Day or maybe even on Valentine's Day. Mm. I think I went on a first date on Valentine's Day once or it was the no, it was the day after. Mm-hmm. And there was no awkwardness about it being because the day you don't ever talk about Valentine's Day the day after. Right. It's kind of done after that. So I don't think that should be. Yeah. Worrisome. Yeah. Unless like unless like Valentine's Day was like the anniversary of <laughs> like the death of the love of her life. Then 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 bring the briefcase for sure. For sure. You're going to need some prop comedy. You know, you're going to need some distractions. But I will say that also the day after Valentine's Day, the restaurant's going to be less full. You can hear her talk. You won't have to scream. Like, I think everything is going to line up just right. So just be your charming self. Um, you know, tell her she looks nice. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah, you look nice. Say it like that. <laughs> love, women love that. Yeah, like I, I mean, also like what? Okay, as a com- like, as somebody who does not get a lot of compliments that are comedy related, uh-huh. personally, you don't what get is- compliments that are comedy related. No, as I, I only get, I mostly get comedy related compliments. Oh, okay. But as a woman who should be getting complimented, <sighs> Katie is hitting on me this episode. <laughs> what are? So- I know this is the most romantic episode, and I'm so into it. What Zach- are the ways? <laughs> I'm going to fight my son. Um, <laughs> what are the ways that men can um, compliment that feel good, that are appropriate versus like, obviously, like this person's not going to be like, nice rack to us. Yeah. <laughs> Which but, is like, what I like. Do do women like, um, what's like hair, clothes, nails, compliments, and like how to say them? I think hair is great. Wow, you uh, you have your hair looks great. Or you, I, I think you look great too is a great. You look great is a nice thing yeah, to say. You look great. I think that's a very sweet thing to say. That's not creepy. Um, even if the date's going well and like there's chemistry or like a t- something there, I think that's a good time to break out like you're very pretty. Yeah, like, I think not first time meeting someone, unless that's your vibe. If your vibe is very suave and immediately like you're gorgeous, I think that's fine too. If that's the vibe right away. Yeah. But if not, you can wait a little bit later if it seems appropriate. But yeah, I think you look great. Yeah, you look um, great. And then like, yeah, sneaking in, like, you look really pretty. Like, yeah, you're like, so just pretty. Sneaking that in. Yeah, you're so, like, especially if the light, you, like, you guys leave the restaurant, you maybe look- you're about to go instead of a good night kiss you'd be like just want to let you know you're like you're really pretty if there's ever a time in the conversation that you've accidentally zoned out or whatever you'd be like i'm sorry you're just so yes that's a great yeah yeah you're so pretty you're so i yeah you keep yeah and then also i think here's a hack for dates that i think if the date's going great but you feel like it's like it's going great but you feel like it's reaching a lull or something but you want to keep going recommend let's go to a second place for like a drink or dessert or something yeah because that shows like look at me i'm fun (laughs) i'm confident i'm spontaneous and all you're doing is just going somewhere else and it gives you guys a break if you drove separately to like be alone for a second and like revamp up and then meet to go get a drink or something this is next level advice and be confident about it don't be like where do you want to go be like hey if you want to keep going do you want to go grab a drink or grab dessert yeah have options like be like okay do you want a drink ice cream or do you want to go you know like a third thing be like i always like when people i've always liked on dates when people have recommended a second thing because people know what they want to do it's very attractive and it feels more like we're having a whole day it just feels even though it's so simple it feels like we're living a day together living an experience because we're going to different places yeah people love doing that like like the we'll get drinks here we'll get the appetizer here we'll go somewhere else for the dinner yeah uh and so i think if you have that planned and she doesn't even have to ask 
that's very romantic, very take charge, very I'm considerate, thinking about I'm fun. You I'm trick fun. you trick her into thinking you're always like that. Yeah. <laughs> you're always and then four months later you're like, I actually don't like going out at all, you know? It's, yeah. You, maybe we could have dinner in the kitchen and yeah. then we go to the living room. <laughs> <laughs> that's kinda sexy and that's, fun. That's what I like. I, I go maybe I go to this side of my, my childhood bedroom or maybe I go to this side. I think uh, <laughs> Yeah, I <laughs> You look great. Also, like if the vibes there, like you could say something like, "God, you have such a great smile." While she's like, "Well, you know, like something, you know, just be charming." I really cute. like your laugh. Yeah, yeah, great laugh. Something, yeah, like I really like. Great. These things are very like uh, non-threatening uh, adjectives. Yeah. Like purdy mouth. Like let's not put that into play. Yeah, not yet. You know. Yeah, maybe not body stuff, but yeah, yeah. I think you know that as a, an adult human who has a. The most concise question. Them tits be rocking, girl. Yeah, that's 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 once you already got the clothes off. Yeah. Then you can say any crazy you, shit. Them tits be rocking. But I also think the best friend's wife's best friend. Uh, does I don't think that should matter. I guess just don't talk shit about the wife. If anything, that's good <laughs> because you have there's a, an immediate vouch or like extra layer of safety. And I feel most turned on by safety. Like, I'm watching Last of Us right now. That is true. You're not like, are there exits nearby? It's yes. like, yeah, I know that this is his best friend. I'm her best friend. They wouldn't do anything bad to us. There's a vouch there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a woman, I'm not speaking for all women, for me. Like, Pedro Pascal in Last of Us is, he is turning me aye, on. Aye, aye. He is, anytime <laughs> he does anything, he holds a pill. I'm like, what I would give to be that <laughs> pill in his hand. Someone has to shoot someone, and he comes to their aid. I'm like, I would literally shoot someone if it meant Pedro Pascal would touch my fucking shoulder. But I think part of, well, one, he's the sexiest man alive. But two, I think what's so sexy about him in this show is he's taking care of everyone, and he's like the safety, and he's making everyone feel like he's what's making you feel safe in the show. Yeah. And so I think safety is the sexiest turn on of all time. Yeah. Oh, here's one that I that always gets me. Yeah. Is if – uh. I don't know why it, it's like it's very rare. But if I say something and Chris doesn't hear it, he'll be like, what was that? And I'm like, the touch and the lean in. The what was that? Ooh, like you didn't was... just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanted to hear more. And he touched you to yeah, yeah. really make sure he could lock in and hear what. Yes. You said. So I think that's a really good one for walking. Like if you're walking from date A to date B. That's great. That's a great move. And then what you said. Non-threatening. He said, what did you say? Then what you said was my gender is get a job. <laughs> my gender. <laughs> I said, kiss my ass. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, I think you're going to have a great date. We wish you luck. Please call back in and let us know how it goes. Please let us know how it goes. Let us officiate the wedding. Yeah, be fun. Make jokes. Be yourself. Yeah. You're great. If you're as eligible of a fucking bachelor as you claim to be, no, you'll be great. You'll be great. I don't Um, think any of the concerns you have, I don't think they'll, I I don't think you'll run into them. I think it'll be valid, but I, I think you'll, I think it'll all be good. Yeah. I'm sure she's excited. Very, yes. I'm excited for you. So let us know how it goes. Um, I think that's the end of our app. Oh, my God. Guys. That was a good app. Freaks. Freaks. We Thank you. We love you so much. We're sorry we've been slow. Like I've said countless times. <laughs> Katie house. just can't get off her fucking ass. Katie's house. Katie's ass got shot. So we really. My ass and pussy has a shot. But next time you're missing us and we don't, if we don't have an episode out, you just, you just get the free trial of the Fox streaming service and you watch as much as you can of the Roseanne Barr special, which as much as you can, it's going to be. We should do that game. The ba- it's, I think it's called the Bar and the Beautiful. Is that the <laughs> name of it? The <laughs> adult baby diaper special. That drink. They had a bit about this on Family Guy. You drink X, that thing that makes babies vomit. We should all drink that and then watch the Roseanne Bar special. Epicac. Yes, and see who vomits. I loved the Epicac thing on Family Guy. We used to watch that on YouTube over my entire family. So funny. Over and over. I made chowder over and over again. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, So, yeah, if you want to join us for um, we're renting out the Plaza Theater. We're playing (laughs) Roseanne Barr's special there tomorrow night. It's our Valentine's Day gift to you. We love you, freaks. Love you. Bye. Come see us in Asheville and Charlotte. Yes. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Uh... (laughs) What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top shelf. Bitch, I'm on the kind of rock. Incredible. Invite me to your party, but I never go.